Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hi, guys. What's up, dude? I guess I should use this uh, opportunity to to tell the the people I have to come clean about something. Okay. um, I'm in the United Kingdom. Ah. Oh, is that why your background is different? Is that what's happening? (laughs) Wait, what? Wait, you mean you're not in America right now? No, no, you guys know. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to be dishonest to our listeners. Um, my my girlfriend has a uh, a sick older relative and needed to come back and be uh, by his uh, bedside, and I uh, wanted to be by her side because no one, um, as Donald could attest, was a, a more loving human being in the world when our friend Nick was sick than my girlfriend. And um, so she rushed here, and then I rushed here. Uh, we both had to quarantine for two weeks. And so uh, the last couple shows, I, I didn't want to talk about it on the show because I didn't want to, I just didn't want to get into it. But um, uh, I just want, I, in case it got out that I happened to be here, I didn't want to be dishonest to our listeners that uh, I'm, uh, I'm, in, I'm in London. Are, are you, have, do you have to wear masks in London? Yes. Um, you, well, I'll tell you, it's weird. It's sort of a weird hybrid they're they're largely open everything's kind of open um but you wear masks when you go inside a place like a restaurant or a store there's uh, always hand sanitizer when you first walk in when you go in a restaurant they take your temperature um they have a very interesting system that I, i i wish the united states would one day be smart enough to adopt and that is when you go in a restaurant you scan a qr code and 
then it knows who was in the restaurant at all times. Right. So, it's, so it's if there were to, to be if there were to be trace. an outbreak, yeah, they can That's contact smart. Trace and say, "Hey, you were here at this time." That's really smart. Uh, walking around the streets, there's not a lot of mask wearing. Um, I wear it, and and um, Florence wears it, but it's not nearly as prevalent as it, as it is um, obviously where we are in Los Angeles. You know, they oh, there's there's spacing in restaurants. The few times we've we've eaten, we've we've eaten outside, but they do like they skip every other table, and then they'll, sometimes in a restaurant they'll have like a plexiglass screen between tables. That's sort of you know, um, <laughs> some company quickly puts something into production because it's like it looks like some company is manufacturing them. Dude, I miss you, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. I wish you were here. I made fried chicken the other night. It was delicious. I saw that. So I saw that. Good. I saw Dude, that on your Instagram. What's your secret? So here's the thing. I have buddies that I grew up with that now own restaurants mm. and went to like culinary school and now are, you know, chefs in restaurants and stuff like that. A lot of them. My brother did the same thing. And some of them have developed uh, niches. And one of my buddies makes pizza for a living, brick oven pizza for a living. And I, you know, uh, my 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 brother Olamide, whose music we had on the podcast, yeah. he hit he sent me a uni for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow he he bought it and sent it to me. He was like, you know, uh, I hope you have fun. And I was like, well, you know. And he also works at the restaurant as a bartender. That my buddy that I grew up with owns. A pizza. And I was like, yo, so maybe he could send me that pizza dough recipe. And he sent it. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. So I started making pizza in the uni. Then my boy who has uh, this restaurant in Dallas saw the love that my boy got when I posted on Instagram (laughs) the pizza and he sent me the recipe for his famous fried chicken that he has in Dallas. And let me tell you, first of all, the pizza's phenomenal. It was amazing. And I can make, I, I now know how to make pizza for days. The fried chicken. Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, I love fried chicken anyway. You know what I mean? It's, I've always loved fried chicken. And my wife is a huge fried, like fried chicken. On Fried Chicken Monday, there's this restaurant around the way that has fried chicken Mondays. We would go every Monday because she loves fried chicken so much. When she was pregnant with Wilder, that's all she would want was fried chicken, right? Fried chicken and mashed potatoes. So do you need a deep fryer? Yeah. The problem is the deep fryer I had only can accommodate two pieces of chicken. So it took me up to two and a half hours to make all of that oh chicken. Oh my god. Oh my god. So that's 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 the dilemma. So I gotta figure out a way to to I don't know. What about an air fryer? Someone told me about an air fryer. Have you tried that? Not not what you do with this chicken. You don't want to air fry it, man. You wanna fry that bad boy in some oil. That's good. Listen, air frying is great for health. And for you know cholesterol purposes and stuff I, like yeah. that. But it's but an insult you to eat, your buddy's. Yeah, it's an insult on, to your buddy's recipe. It's an insult to chicken. Period. Like a chicken's like you gonna air fry me? <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna I fry know. me in some grease? <laughs> By the way, did you? Um, we don't have to say what we were talking about, but um, Donald was uh, having a disagreement with his spouse, and I I texted him in quotes what I thought he should say to her, and I wondered if you tried out what I what I wrote. No, 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 no. It's 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 not a good day to do that, dude. It's, <laughs> it's not a good day. I to thought do it that. was kind of funny. I was kind of trying to be like your Cyrano, where I was I saying, appreciate. say this. I appreciate that, but no, you know, this whole 
homeschooling, uh, 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 Zoom schooling that the schools are doing right now with all the students. It really does put a lot of pressure on the parents to make sure the kids are doing their job and, you know, are sitting in front of the Zoom and are doing their lessons and stuff like that. And, you know, we're in our second day and she is, you know, she's not happy about the fact that she, her day is, she's, she's a teacher also, you know what I mean? We have, we have teachers at school and then, you know, you're supposed to send your kid to school for school and not have to worry about it. It's not like that with this whole Zoom school thing going on. I have on. to say, it made me a bit sad um, when I saw your kids in their adorable uh, school uniforms. And then in my brain, I was like, oh, they, they're not going to school. So they, they wear the uniforms when they sit in front of the computer? Yeah, the school prefers that. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. That, that as, as someone who's not a parent and just witnessing it, that just kind of made me sad. Well, I would prefer that than them being in their pajamas all day. I'm gonna be no, honest. No, no, I know. I understand the idea behind it. It's just that these poor kids are 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 all. I don't know. It just uh, not to be Debbie Downer, but I don't know what this does to like these these kids that are in such crucial times of their lives where they should be socializing and and I, and. I don't I know. Will, I just I, I will it, say it, it this. Put a little bit of a lump in my throat. I gotta yeah. be honest. I will say this. My kids right now are into it. Because they spent a whole summer social distancing from everyone, you know what I mean? Like there were very few play dates this this summer because mm. of of COVID. Uh, not to say they we we didn't meet up with friends and do outside activities where the kids couldn't, you know, where the kids weren't all up on each other. But social distancing has thrown a monkey wrench in. If you're a kid, it's fucked up you know, to be a kid right now when you're supposed to go out in the summer and run around with your friends and explore and everything like that and you guys can't get close to each other or, you know what I mean? So with this whole Zoom thing, it's really interesting to watch, but my kids are into it. They have their own space. Like my son goes into his room and he, you know, gets to chit-chat with his friends on Zoom and learn. How does that work, though, like during the class? So, like, the teacher is leading a class, but then, like, do they have time where they can... I don't know. How does this work when they like socialize? I know there's a lot of parents listening to this being like, oh, this guy's clueless, but I, I, I don't know kids, so I have no idea how it works. How do they, do they have time where they can chit chat with their friends? Oh, absolutely. They're, you know, and the great thing about it is that, you know, they have, they also have times where the teachers are like, all right, go outside or go, if you don't have a backyard, go someplace and just clear your mind and let's not think about school for 30 minutes. Go. And, you know, my son will come downstairs and he'll either go outside and shoot hoops or, He'll stay inside. He'll be like, can I watch the rest of Teen Titans? Mm-hmm. Go. And I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. Like, there's there's breaks in between where the kids can, you know, get away. And then mm-hmm. at lunchtime, they eat together in front of the thing. And so they can really? in front of the Zoom so they can but talk But how do to they all other. talk at the same time? Aren't they all, like, interrupting each other? Yeah, sure. But they get to, you know, you get to, you get to at least see people Shoot while you eat. Yeah, you yeah. know. And, and if you have enough charisma, like... Most kids do. You like can, most Faison's. Com- like most Faison's do. You can command a Zoom and be like, yo, everybody shut the fuck up. Listen, yep. listen, yep. listen. And then yep. fart. And then Just like his dad. Just, Just like, like his, his dad. dad. <laughs> his dad loves a, a fart joke. 
that kid has no shortage of personality. I can tell he you, he has a lot of personality. He's going to be an actor. Do. You know, you know, they're both going to be actors. I hope that whatever they do, uh, I, I just hope that they're happy when they're older and they find what it is that they want to do. Uh, that's all I can ask for. Uh, me as an actor and knowing and going through all of the things that yeah. I go through and the anxiety I have about you know jobs and not having jobs I wouldn't want I wouldn't wish that on anyone I wouldn't like, want my kid to be an actor either yeah when you think about it and people are like fucking I could do that job you get the I get this a lot from so many people are oh, you an actor I could I could do it I could be that that's easy man anybody could be an actor yeah, you're right. Anybody can be an actor, but do you have the stamina to keep it up, dude? You can act yeah. all you want, but do you have the stamina? Do you have? Do you truly have the stamina to hear no more than you've ever heard it in your life? And then when you do hear yes, uh, uh, to be able to do what's necessary to maintain. But also, we've been so blessed and lucky, and not that we didn't hustle our asses off our whole lives, but but we, in addition to hustling our asses off and working at it and working at it and not giving up. We then had a beautiful roll of the dice and have, have had successful careers thus far. I yes. I know and you know so many people that are fucking brilliant actors and yeah. you just don't know their name. And and their number didn't come up. And that's just I learned that early on as a kid. I I, I, I would do stuff in the city and do like free free play readings. Uh you know, uh, a play reading is, you know, the 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 playwright wants to hear the play out loud and the cast writer gets a few actors to come together and read the play and no one's getting paid. And I remember being a child in some, in some of these things. And I would look watching some genius New York theater actor do a scene. And I'd be like, my jaws on the floor. This person's like, I've never seen them before. I, I've, I've never seen them in a movie, never seen them on a TV show. And they're the fucking best actor I've ever seen. And they're here in the basement of a church doing this free play reading with me. And I remember even at a very, very young age being like, this is crazy. This is scary. Like, and so, so for me, my whole career, I always was searching for other ways to make a living if my number didn't come up. You know, I knew I'd right. be a cinematographer or obviously I'd be a filmmaker or I'd be on the camera crew. I'd be a first assistant director. I had all sorts of other plans if I wasn't lucky enough to have my, my number come up because I saw, oh my God, these people are living hand to mouth and look how good they are. They're better than almost everyone on TV, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I, I never lived that way. That's, that's, that's incredible, man. I said to myself, if I'm going to do this, I got to go all in. And from an early age, that's all I thought about was being an actor. If I had an opportunity to read something, I would go and do it. And, you know, I was very lucky to have parents who supported me up until I was 23 years old. I lived at home and even after my big break, when shit, you know, still stalled and wasn't really going, my parents were there to support me until I was able to support myself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my jobs, my, I, if, if I hadn't become an actor, I would have been so fucked because I, I chose not to go to college. I chose not to, yeah. you know, get a conventional job. I went all in with the acting and, you know... I've been lucky, like you said. I like you said. I was very, very lucky. We were both very, very lucky to have our numbers called. I advise people who, if you really, if it is your passion, and uh, it really needs to be like the only thing you want to do with your your life, because um, it isn't. Uh, you know, six, when you see a successful actor, you might think they made it look easy, but it's not. It's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. So, but if you're if you're committed to it and it's your passion, like my nephew right now is going to school for it. It's his passion. 
my advice is to study other things within the field where you could make a living. Your side hustle doesn't need to be doing something that has nothing to do with the industry. So study other crew positions uh, if production interests you that might interest you. Start, become a writer, um, become uh, learn producing, learn learn all sorts of skills that would at least allow you to stay within the industry that you you might love. But becoming a successful actor um, is just such a crazy lottery. You know, I always say like, if you're a really really good actor, you've you've bought a lot of lottery tickets. Yeah. If you're if you're great looking, like Donald's favorite doc partner, mm. then you've bought more lottery tickets if you're both you have a shit ton of lottery tickets but it's still a fucking lottery right you know? that doesn't necessarily mean your yeah. number's gonna get called. no you know no. what i mean yeah you know and and since i've become an actor i have figured out ways to get other uh skill sets like stop motion animation like so now if let's say it the, it dried up i know i'm good enough now as of a stop motion animator to get a job in the stop motion industry. At least I think yeah. I am. You know yeah. what I mean? I think uh, you are. But what do I know? But I think you are. Right. You uh, could also be a line chef and make fried chicken. Dude, I could make some fried chicken for you. I could call up my boy and be like, listen, it ain't going well. Let me work the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And if he says, I don't have room in the kitchen for you, I'll be like, well, I got your recipe. Yeah, but and you know I'm what, Donald? make that shit myself. And you know what I know and about you? Bam, I'm going to make the money selling of- chicken. The thing about you is that you're a hustler, and if the shit hit the fan and you had to go, be I work a line at McDonald's. Chef. If it shit, if shit hit the fan, I would of work course. at McDonald's, dog. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, and you know what? And, you know what? In a couple months, you'd be the manager of the place, and then maybe in a couple years, you'd own one because you fucking hustle. You that's right. Hustle, Donald. That, that's what we do. And on that note, five, six, it's seven, eight stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who. With my own private practice, Jay Moore, our guest Jay star, Moore. Yeah, very directed funny. by uh, one Mark of our Buckland. favorite directors, Mark Buckland. I got to say, Jay Moore, I haven't seen in a bit. I knew he was a, a famous, uh, he was a stand-up, right? And um, I think he may have been on SNL yeah. for a season or two. Maybe. Well, will you look that up for me? I know that Anthony Michael Hall was on SNL for a season or two, and they kind of look alike. Right, and um, but he's really good in this episode. You know, Dude, he's very good in this episode. He's the perfect example of a guest star that comes on, and I've said this before, it's intimidating. You're coming into a well-oiled machine. All these people know each other. They've got a zillion inside jokes. Everybody knows it, and you're the only person. And you got you to gotta get out of your head and just show up and be funny because you're the guest star, and it's not time to be like, oh, I'm, I'm insecure. I'm, it's like you can be insecure all you want in your fucking dressing room. But when you right. come to set, you got to come to play. And this guy's riffing, he's confident. You know he made up a lot of that shit. I could just tell from his vibe, he was just kind of making it his. And uh, it's just really, really impressive. It's a, it's a great lesson, again, in the spirit of giving actors advice, that uh, you got to hit the ground running if you're a guest star on a show like this. And he does that. Yeah, I remember when we were shooting and thinking, oh, this guy's so fucking annoying. He's always on, he's always on, he's always on. And then you watch the episode, and it's perfect. Look, I get it, you know what I mean? And then that became kind of my 
thing when I'm on set now. You know what I mean? If it's a comedy and I need to keep the the comedy going, I'm going right. to be on for a bit. You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to be on the whole time we're working. I don't think I've ever seen you off unless you're woozy. Unless I'm woozy, right. Unless I'm woozy, I'm always on. Yeah, other than but being But this woozy. is one of those lessons right there where it was like, all right, like even when we cut, he's joking around with crew. He's joking around with actors. He's, you know, he didn't shut down. You know, at the time I was like, this is so crazy. This is annoying me because it's a joke after a joke after a joke after a joke after a joke. And then you watch the episode and yeah. he's so good. You know what I mean? He's really good at playing that. Yeah, Joel said he was on for two years, 93 and 95. He's so good at playing that cocky, confident guy. And and we learned that he slept with um, Krista. Yeah, with Jordan. Well, not with Krista, uh, but we with should Jordan. Say Jordan. We should, yeah. we should say Jordan, not Krista. <laughs> now, he may have slept with Krista. I have no idea. It's none of my business. But uh, he definitely slept with Jordan. <laughs> Bill just turned to Krista like, did, did, wait, did wait, you what? guys? What? Wait, what? <laughs> Should we get um, no, into the recap he, real quick before yeah, we start let's talking do your, about it? Let's do your recap. Um, I don't have my phone because it died. So, Daniel, you're going to have to uh, time Donald. Um, I hope What's you put that? a smidgen more effort into this one than I you did I put some effort time. into it. This is, a, this, is a, this is a tricky episode also, but I did put some effort into it. Right, ready? Ready and go. Elliot's on top of the world for the first time in our series. Carla's down on the dumps because she's not feeling sexy. Turk needs competition to get his confidence up. JD has a new friend who's teaching him how to combat his anxieties with cocks. The lessons are effective, but come with a price. Being comfortable with who you are is very important in life. If you can find a way to access said comfortability, you stick with it, as long as you don't disrespect and hurt others. Wow. How many Not seconds, bad. Daniel? 25. 25. So wait, say one part again you said about... Finding a way to be yourself without disrespect. Right before you said disrespecting others, what did you say? Uh, being comfortable with who you are is very right. important in life. If you can yes. find a way to access said comfortability, you yes. stick with it, right? So yes. uh, Carla found a way to be comfortable again. You know what I mean? She re- she The whole episode, she feels like she's not sexy. Part of it's because she's wearing an engagement ring. Unfortunately for ladies and men out there, once you tell everyone in the world I'm spoken for via engagement ring, people kind of back off. You know what I mean? And the, the ones that don't back off, those are the sleazy scumbags. Do you notice that some women women wear engagement rings? Has this ever happened to you when, when you were single um, and you see a woman that you that you have that's wearing an engagement ring and, and you sort of make some end off? offhanded comment like oh um how long you been engaged and they go oh i'm not engaged i just i just wear this on this finger and sometimes it's because they don't want to be bothered or hit on they don't want the attention well that right there is the cue for you to be like oh so what's up and then other times though they've been like oh i just like wearing a ring on that finger and i i always thought when that happened like why are you doing that like you 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 your dream husband might be walking by and think you're cute and then not even talk to you because he sees your ring if a girl's yeah. wearing it, she don't want to be bothered. She yeah. don't want to be bothered. Thank you. Thank I'll you, Joelle. I'll my dream Thank husband you, later. I'm tired. Right. right. Thank you, Joelle. <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, shit. Wait, something's happening. Sorry. What happened? Interrupting Bill. Oh, inter- God. Inter- inter- there we inter- go. Oh, we have a song. Interrupting Bill. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Song. Put a... Um, he needs a much better Donald, song. Donald, oh, yeah, at the end of that. 
It'll be perfect. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, so look, yeah. It's a little annoying to hear that my first interrupting Bill segment was deemed too long. Um, not by Donald, so he was cool with it. Zach, you said it was too long. It's like a five-minute monologue. Uh, oh, no, did I get in the way of you all talking about Silver Spoons and Star Wars? I feel horrible. Um, yeah, and by the way, the name of the uh, Jason Bateman spinoff was It's Your Move. Oh, Anyways, that's right. it's uh, your I got a question. One of the things we did on, uh, I'll be quick. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, one of the uh, um, things we often did on Scrubs when we were in later seasons, we would look back at the earlier seasons to see if we could kind of continue jokes. And we did a joke with uh, Carla that no one saw her as attractive now that she had, uh, in this episode, now that she had an engagement ring on. And uh, later on, when we brought a guest star on the show to be a uh, love interest of JD's, we wanted to imply that she had always been at the hospital, but JD had just never noticed her. Do you know who that guest star was and how this joke with Carla relates? We set it up here. I know who it was. Donald, who was it? It was Elizabeth Banks' character who JD wound up uh, having a baby with later on, if I'm correct. Yes. And uh, I guess she wore an engagement ring the whole time, so nobody paid attention to her, is my guess. How timely. Uh, That's... That sounds good. Wow, you really timed this out well, Dan. You must be good at what you do. All right, go ahead. What does he? What does Bill say? Yeah, Zach. I'm guessing you got it. It was Elizabeth Banks. Oh, we implied no, that I never that's fucked up. No. Because she was wearing a wedding ring. I hope that was quick enough. Whatever. Um, miss you guys. Now I feel bad. I miss you. Oh, uh, now I feel bad. I think I, I think we hurt his feelings by saying he was Dude, going you on to totally him. hurt Bill Lawrence's feelings, man. I don't want to hurt Bill's feelings. Will... I love him. I, I'm fine with Bill going on and on and on and on. It's all right with me. And I know the fans love it, so we'll just let him go long. I, I, yeah, Bill, just let him go. Bill, Bill, you can go long. Bill, I'm sorry. You can even do the five, six, seven, eight. Let me tell you something right now. That was probably the he sneakiest five, six, seven, eight. Five, five six. I'm not doing um, it. Okay. I'm not doing it anymore. Oh, I'm not okay. uh, um, somebody to amuse you that just comes and does the numbers. So we'll think of a new okay. gag. Thank you, Bill. But today it's just five, six. Seven, eight. <laughs> Seven. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> now people are like, he's definitely doing it, it, but the joke is going to be that I'm not. Oh. Okay. okay. I don't believe it. I somehow don't believe it. Is there more tape? Eight, five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, Music riffs, panel. Don't stop it. Make it a long one. It's the last one ever, I promise. Turn it off, No, don't turn it off. Let it play. Let it play for the whole thing. That was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. Let it play. All right. All right, listen. I got to say something. Bill is experiencing something as a writer he's never experienced, and that is that he has a hit catchphrase, and he doesn't want to give it up. I I don't think he should give it up. As long as no. it's sneaky and funny, it works. <sighs> he finally, in his career uh, as a writer, probably never imagined he'd have his own What You Talking About Willis. And <laughs> he finally has one, and he keeps trying to be cool guy about it, being like, nah, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm over it. But he can't give it up. It's like crack no. rock. He, why would, right, well, shit. I've never tried crack, but I hear that's one of the most addicting things in the world. Do you, yeah. know, do you know what else is addicting? Having a catchphrase. Uh, a yeah, catchphrase. Getting- dude, <laughs> that shit is, that it's shit is It's almost like, as addicting. Dude, listen, 
that's what I'm talking about, has traveled with me from scrubs to pretty much everything else that I've done in life. Yep. Once I heard that people like that's what I'm talking about, yeah. I said that shit over and over again. Yeah. Eagle, another one. Eagle's yeah. gone on forever and ever and ever. You can't not post Eagle once I bet a year. Jal- I bet Jaleel White is not saying, did I do that to anybody these days? If they pay his ass a lot of money, I bet you he'd be like, did I do that? <laughs> he'd be like, how much for did I do that? How much for that? Right. I I'm told sure. you when, when, um, when, when once his name was on um, um, Good Times, J.J. Walker, he was like, I'll do the show, but Dino Mike costs more, a lot Shit. more. I, and I understand that. He's like, it's my catchphrase. I'm going to run yeah. with it. Yeah. I bet you if Gary Coleman, if somebody said when God rest his soul to the late, great Gary Coleman. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, baby. If somebody said, Gary, we need a what you going, what you talking about, Willis, at this point, or what you talking about somebody at this point, he'd be like, that's going to cost extra. Of course. Of course. Get that money. Make that money. Make that money. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I bet you, Mike, if Mike, if you had Mike Jackson on a song, rest his soul, if you had, rest in peace, if you had, if you had Mike Jackson on a song, Michael Jackson on a song, and he said, ee or Shimon, I bet you that costs more money. I <laughs> no, gave you I a Shimon. I gave okay. you a Shimon. Yeah. You don't have to pay another 10000 Yeah, well, I bet a lot of producers, I mean, not. I'm not saying DJ Khaled or Puffy because they're obviously very successful, but I bet there's other producers who have little catchphrases who, like, really didn't do anything else but come on and be like, it's me, I'm the producer. You know, their little catchphrase. <laughs> Whatever their catchphrase is. Well, you, Whatever their equivalent said, of another one is. Right, if you, right, or, uh-huh, uh-huh. Take that, take uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Take it, take it. Major Puffy key. for the longest was like, yeah, major key. Puffy for the longest was like, can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Look, Joel's I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Uh-uh, uh-uh. The fact that Zach knows that, people, is a big deal. You know, deal. because I was, I was <laughs> PAing. Ask him how he knows it. Ask him how he knows it. I, I know it because I, you know I was PAing on all those music videos. I PAed on a lot of rap videos in 90, in the, in the, in the, in, the, in like, let's say 95 to, to 99. Wow. When all that shit was going down. I don't think That's I ever worked so. on a Hype Williams video, but I worked on a lot of videos. I wanted to work on a Hype Williams video because he was, you know, he was the cool guy. Well, Hype, come on, man. Hype had the, uh, whoever was the cinematographer for Hype Williams videos, it was one of the reasons why Hype was so Hype. Was I wonder so why dope. Hype, Hype disappeared. Hype was just, yeah, Hype had like a monopoly. Along with a woman videos. named, you know who I worked on? A, a woman who did a lot of them too. Was uh, Her name is Diane Martell. And I worked on a bunch of her videos. She did a yeah. lot of she did a lot of videos. Well, they don't make music videos anymore. Well, they do, but, but not right, like come they on, used, man. Not with the budget. They did the drunken love music video on the beach with Beyonce and Jay. That was who hype. did that? That was that's hype? hype Williams. Mm-hmm. But that ain't that ain't a hype Williams video though. That's like a somebody somebody was like hype. We don't have that budget. Just no. take the video camera and let's no, go. No, the hype Williams signature was the wide angle lens in the tunnel. With the fluorescent tubes going down the whole tunnel and everyone coming up into the into the wide angle lens and being did like you, in the face. Did you ever see Belly? No. He directed oh, that. So Belly is a Hype Williams directed movie. Visually, that shit is amazing. Visually, holy shit, Belly is a classic. Visually. I bet he directed, I bet he directed, um, is it worth it? Let me work it. I'll put your thing down, baby, and reverse it. It's a year for the 
Yeah, Will, will you look up who directed that video? I bet that was Hype Williams because that was his style. And if it wasn't Hype Williams, it's someone who like. If you ever get the chance, if you ever get the chance, go watch Belly. Okay, that shit visually is one of the dopest movies, especially uh, hood movies that you will ever see. Hood movies, that shit is fire. And when I say hood movies, I mean urban. I mean black. I mean fucking about drugs. And fucking, that's, that's what I mean. Uh, I'm saying that shit was straight for the hood. You know what I mean? Right. There's a, well, I've, I've been it. in a couple, hood classics, I've been in a bunch of them. By the way, I just was remembering, um, Joelle, you were saying that there was a lot of women uh, out there who were like the early precursors to, to songs like what, the WAP song. And yeah. it just made me think of that song. She's like, if you got a bit, I mean, a lot of it's bleeped, but she's like, she's saying a lot of crazy shit. That WAP song, that WAP song is fire, dude. I'm sorry, man. And that video, you keep listening I love to it. it. You keep it's listening not that to I it? keep listening. It's not that I keep listening to it. It's just that I keep visualizing the video from that shit, dude. That shit is really? fire. Oh, you like the visuals, dude? Come on, who, if you, come on, man. <laughs> I have name one person that doesn't like at, the visuals. Other than other like than that. all the Republicans that are out there fucking saying that this shit is not good for kids. Was she really? I gotta ask this, and then we'll get back to the show. But did they really mention? Freaking Cardi B at the Republic National mm. Convention. Was her yes. did her name really come up? Really? Cardi. I mean, I be surprised. Yes. Cardi. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, yo. My catchphrase is in effect for that. That's what I'm talking about. She ruffled some feathers. Good. Um, all right, let's talk about basketball. Um, the show opens with uh, us playing 137. Um, I go, how the hell do we lose? We have Chet. And Chet's like eight feet tall. And he's like, sorry, man. And I'm like, Chet, you suck. Yeah. Now, I don't know there's that many times. Only a handful of times JD is playing basketball. I don't think it's um, well, We play a lot, I'm... actually. Really? We play a lot, actually. Yeah, because all... we always need a fourth. Okay, sorry. Dave Myers was also, I don't mean to, to minimize Dave Myers' contribution. He was also a huge music video director. He directed mm-hmm. Work It. Which, if you haven't seen, you should go check out. It's a really cool video for Missy Elliott's song, Work It. Missy had some great videos. Now, Aloma gets into dunking. I think I remember there being a stunt double, because I know Aloma wasn't doing all that. Right. And she's like doing well, some Well, she's crazy definitely dribbling. doing the dribbling part. For a second, but then there's a cut to her legs, and some woman's doing like through the legs stuff. <laughs> right. And then some woman hits a trampoline and does like a major dunk. That's not Aloma. <laughs> Could be. Um, and then she lands and she goes, y'all got hockey. Yeah. You <laughs> know, I'm going to be honest with you. Go ahead. There aren't a lot of black people who play hockey in the NHL right now. It's growing. But are there more like, than are there more than two? Yeah, absolutely. More than two. There's more than a handful. There's more than 10. Uh, Joel's on it. My brother, my brother played hockey. We grew up in Hell's Kitchen, New York, and that's a big hockey uh, part of Manhattan. Would he play uh, street hockey, like on rollerblades? He would play on rollerblades, and he would play ice hockey. Uh, shout out to all the cats from 52nd Street. Uh, you know, the cats that live in 747, Clinton, uh, that, whole, that whole area. These cats all played hockey. A lot of them were white, but there were a lot of black kids that played hockey, too, because of our neighborhood. You know, rollerblades would have been a really horrible stock to be in- involved with because they've just completely disappeared from the world. They're making a comeback. They did? 
they're yeah, currently low, low making bug. a comeback. You see a lot of the IG roller girls. Uh, a lot of it's a lot of like girls at skate parks pulling mad cool stunts or looking fly as hell. Yeah, I was about to say. I think I think skateboarding really took a, you know, skateboarding was popular and then it died down and now it's made such a huge comeback. Like skateboarding is so huge. Yeah, now but not I, rollerblading, dude. Remember rollerblades were everywhere. But Everyone that's what I'm trying to say. I think I think now you can't find anybody. Break, right. I think when t- people took a break from skateboarding, they got into rollerblades. And then that kind of went away also because it was like, all right, I, I don't know, man. I feel like you could be in such good shape if you're a good rollerblader. You know what I mean? And maybe they were getting hit by cars or something like that. I don't know what it is. You know oh, what I mean? That's not it. That's what? not it. If, <laughs> like I'm looking at it like this. If you roll, I grew up in a city in, in in Manhattan, right? And everybody in the early '90s was rollerblading. Everybody. They made a movie about it. A dude I went to high school with was the star of the movie. Seth Green and Jack Black, they were in the movie. What's the movie called? Rollerblade the movie? Maybe. Some <laughs> shit like that. Roller Buddies. Some Blades. shit like that. Blades. Right. Something. You're not, something. Talking, about, you're not talking about Brink, are you? Is Jack Black in Brink? Well, no, but it's like the most famous rollerblading movie. The major no, it's TV the one, Disney movie. It's the one Airborne. at the end. Airborne. That's Airborne. what it is. Airborne. Yeah, it's the one at the end of the movie. They go down a hill. As a rollerblade race or something. Rollerblades like became so popular they made a rollerblading movie. I went to high school with the star of that movie, dude, and he would rollerblade all around from school. Like when when the movie came out, I was like, it's only perfect that Shane's in this movie because this dude used to rollerblade all the time when we were in school. That's all he did. You know what I mean? Anyway, my point is, it got really hot, and then all of a sudden, I think skateboarding made a comeback, man. Like. Tony Hawk and the Jackass guys and all that shit. I think that became way more popular again, and rollerblading had to take a backseat. Yeah. Well, I just am surprised that they're completely gone. Like, if you walk down the street, you just will not see anyone. And it was so... And I went, when I went to Northwestern, it was, there were so many on the campus, so many people doing it. And, and now they probably all it. had great legs, too. Like, their calves were probably like, wow! And now you'd do a double take. Calves. Now you would do a double take if you saw someone. You know, yeah, I I just think it's bizarre when something comes that popular. And then for no reason, it's not like it became like no longer a good mode of transportation, no longer good exercise. It just disappeared entirely. But here's the thing about the hockey, the hockey thing. Some of the best hockey players obviously have always been white, right? Some of the best basketball players in the history of basketball were white also. You know what I mean? So to say y'all have hockey... It's kind of bullshit because the NBA, regardless of how you may look at it, like for an African-American male to get out of the hood, you got to, and, and if, if it's not through education, it's through sports. And so football and basketball, yes, are a very good way to make it, right? But there's a bunch of people that don't make it. Right. White dudes play basketball too. Uh, one of the best basketball players in the league right now is Luka Doncic. And he's not even from America. You know what I mean? And he's white. I can't say that about hockey. I can't say, oh, one of the top five hockey players in the league is black. You'll never, you can't say that shit because it's not true. You know what I mean? Well, I, I could can be tell wrong. you from, from my own personal knowledge, not reading Joel's uh, message, that 3% of NHL is non-white and there are 26 black players in the NHL. I, I wouldn't have thought it was that high. So you were right, Donald. It's increasing, at least. 
let's move on. Okay, let's talk about how Sarah is unable to talk about her poos in front of her boyfriend, Nurse Flowers. She says that she calls it a toosie in front of him. And uh, in front of patients, when I admonish her for being a doctor, she says that she says dookie. <laughs> right. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How long did it take before your girlfriend was willing to yeah. dookie in the same house? I mean, in the I, same I, area. I, I, I don't like to not just, just, just not talk about it. You okay. know, I don't, I mean, it's a don't ask, don't tell situation. It's implied sometimes. It's like, I'm going to go have some private time. Right. Now, I know you're married, so you're like, she's like brushing her teeth and you're taking a dump. Or I'm brushing my teeth and she's taking a dump. <laughs> Do you remember that in that Scrubs episode that, that actually is funny? And I think this was my joke is that uh, you and Judy are in the bathtub taking a romantic bath. And then the camera pulls back to reveal that I'm on the toilet pooing. And I'm like, sorry about the Tuesday, guys. And I spray the spray. <laughs> recollection of that but that's hilarious you don't the, <laughs> no. the joke was somehow that we have to all live together and you guys are getting over it and like uh. the music is shows like candles lit and shit and then the camera dollies back to reveal me in the foreground on the to just flushing going sorry about the twos you guys that is hilarious <laughs> dude that is, let's talk about how uh elliot is like on top of the world this is the yes. first time we've ever seen her character so happy, man. Yep. Like she's, she's feeling happy. Never this happy. And she has a moment where she falls back into it where, you know, Carla says something about not being sexy and Elliot thinks she's talking about herself, talking about right. her. But this is it's a refreshing moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's really good to see uh Elliot having having a good time in life. Her patients love her. She's yep. happily in a relationship, the one thing that she has a problem with is taking a crap and pissing. Yeah, you know when he's around and she can't pee in front of him. I thought it was just pooping. Well, she makes him turn up the music when she's when she's going pee because she doesn't want him to hear the urine splashing in the oh. toilet. Yeah, I understand that. I, understand I definitely that worry when um when um I do wonder worry when anyone's around um if if my poo can be heard. So I'll I'll go on my phone and play like some some Taylor Swift or something just to. To blast it out so no one can hear any any action in the toilet. Well, I don't mind. I don't. Me? I don't mind a healthy stream. I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm going pee and it's a healthy stream, I want right. everybody to hear it. I'm not but talking about stream. Like I'm talking about plops. If it's like I'm a weak like, stream, I'm talking about kerplumps. Like Dan, put a kerplump sound effect here. I'm talking about no, that. no, no, no. Please, Dan, no. Please, Dan, no. No, just a kerplump. No. Fuck you, Zach. No way, dude. No, dude. Why not? Nobody wants to hear. That's Turn gross, your key. man. Turn no, I will not turn my. I will not. Turn I'm not talking about a. I'm not talking about a fart noise. I'm talking about the kerplump into the into the water. That is disgusting. Let's move All right. on. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, fans. You'll just have to imagine your own kerplump sound effect. I guess. <laughs> Gross. What's your favorite um, uh, expression for for pooping? Taking a shit. Mine's growing a tail. <laughs> I've never heard that one either. Wow. You're welcome. That is so fucking gross, dude. That was the worth the price of admission. 
Oh, um, my God. Now, Sarah does a very sexy dance. Uh, uh, sorry to spin things 180 degrees. but Yeah, what a transition. That's how you know I'm a professional broadcaster, Joel. From growing a tail to a sexy dance, Zach Braff's transitions rock. So this man has narcolepsy, and it's triggered by being turned on, which I have to believe must be a real thing. And um, Sarah wants to prove that she can turn him on. And she goes in there and she's really flirting with him. And then she goes all out and bends over and sticks her tush in his face. That was something that we used to play, though. We used to do that on set. Oops, I dropped something. And Sarah obviously was the queen of Oops, I dropped something. And this was Oops, I dropped something in the show. Yes, Uh, I think it's safe to say that Sarah is skilled at playing Oops, I dropped something. Oops, I dropped something is... (laughs) It's one of my favorite games ever that we've yeah. ever come up with while making yeah. the show. Because yeah. dudes could do it too. I would do yeah. Oops, I Dropped Something also. Oops, I yeah, Dropped you're Something. Very, you're very with good with my ass? Are you something. kidding me? Yeah. Oops, I Dropped <laughs> Something is amazing. People got to get out of the way when you Oops or Drop Something because they're like, when look I, out. <laughs> when Donald plays Oops, I Drop Something, you hear beep, beep. Beep. Yeah, it's like a freaking that it's shit's like a coming Mack in the air. Truck it's like a, backing yeah. up. Oops, backing I dropped up. something. People have to get out of the way. Speaking of Cardi B and Oops, yeah. I dropped something. That yeah. WAP video is amazing. Again, you're bringing up the WAP video. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of Oops, I dropped something in that video, dude. I only watched it once. I didn't want to get caught watching it multiple times. Uh, I can't get in trouble for watching a fucking video, dude. Get out of here, dude. I'm married. Look, if you're if you're married and you're in a relationship. Anybody out there, everyone out there, and I want to take a poll on this. Is it wrong to watch a music video of a bunch of women dancing provocatively if you're married? Is that I wrong? Think not, I think not once, and I think the second time you can go, baby, how crazy is this? But I think if she comes in the room and you're like, and she sees that like you're on your 20th time, some women might be like, bro, chill with the fucking WAP video. But it's not like... Any of these dudes you're like, can get you're like Cardi B art. or Meg The you're Stallion. Like, Hold up. It's like, not it's like art. Meg The Stallion and Cardi B are giving back. You know what I mean? If I'm looking at Cardi B and Meg The Stallion and the other fine young ladies in this music video, it's not like they're looking at me saying, oh, yeah, I want me some Donald Faison. You know what I mean? And my wife knows that shit. I told you guys this. My wife tells me all the time, motherfucker, they don't want you. <laughs> they don't want you even when I'm looking my best even when I've worked out for six months straight and the abs are on fleek my wife's like they don't want you oh she's just trying to she's just trying to get in your head by the way I have no, to it's say true, I don't know though, they don't want me they don't I want me if I'm I married was Cardi B, if I was Cardi B I would put my wop all over you oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I just oh I'd, my! You would be covered. Gracious! You would be covered in wop. <laughs> <laughs> it would be raining wop. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my right, god! Listen. I need to take a shower now. Dude. Yeah, Golly. should we? Should we do, do well, do we need Let's to go to break? break. Let's, go, Let's to break. go to break. We'll be right back. You'd look like a. I do right. I, I, <laughs> Then I do declare. <laughs> you know, like, you know, when like a newborn calf comes out and it's all like wet and the oh, mom has to oh like lick it up. Gosh. That's what you'd look like. That's, that's that. what you'd look like. Oh, no. That's that. That's, wop. that's what you'd look like after I was done with you. Oh, my 
Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. And we are back with James Parker. 
Well, how do you say your last name, dude? Pogress. With James Pogress. <laughs> we are back with James Pogress. You kind of mess up the Oprah intro if you have to. Oprah never paused and said, how do you say your last name? And he's like, it's <laughs> Cruz. Sure she has. It's Cruz. I'm sure Tom she, I'm Cruz. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, James Pogress is yes. not Tom Cruise. Yet, so, James. <laughs> James, yet. You will be one day. We believe. James, What's that on uh, your shirt, dude? That's a dope shirt. What is that? It says Pink Freud. It's Sigmund Freud. Nice. <laughs> That's dope. Nice. That's dope. And I see you have something related to my face on on behind you. What's that about? Um, that's it's it's your uh, Dr. Acula photo. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm I'm glad it's not like to do list kill. <laughs> <laughs> No, James, where are you calling from, uh, sir? Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Well, my favorite, one show. of my favorite cities, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, I love Donald's going to ask you about Ohio. restaurants. He's going to ask you about restaurants. I'm not going to ask about restaurants. We've already had conversations about the restaurants, but dude, have you been to Slimans? <laughs> no, no. You've never not. been to Slimans, and you're from Cleveland. Maybe you're saying it wrong, Donald. Maybe it's I'm something saying else. It right. Did we lose Slimans? Jamie, are you still there? Uh-oh. By the way, while he works out his tech problems, do you, uh, we skip something that's very crucial in this episode when I say thanks a latte to Jay Moore. <laughs> thanks a latte. <laughs> thanks Jay- a latte. And then you didn't get that, you didn't get the joke. My character didn't get the joke. And also, we spoke about how poorly some people uh, hold coffee cups when they're supposed to be full in television shows, and, and I want to apologize. Moment. This was this horrible. Was I'm holding it with moment. two fingers, and it looks like there's nothing in there at all. Yeah. So I apologize to the fans for horrible coffee acting. James, are you back? I'm back. Right on. Oh, baby. good. We got so you. you're in Cleveland, and you haven't had Slimans? <laughs> so, well, you were saying Simons before. No, I said I, slime with the L. Slimans. I, I didn't hear the L. I thought oh. you were saying Simons. Have you had Slimans before? I've I've had it. I've, I haven't gone there. My wife has gone there and brought me food from there. That's the biggest sandwich I've ever had in my life. It's so delicious. You're kind of like Homer Simpson, Donald. You like dream of old sandwiches you had. <laughs> Not only do I dream of old sandwiches I have, I love donuts. Speaking of donuts, everybody keeps asking me about the donut machine. Yeah, you returned I, the machine? I returned it. I returned the donut machine because it, that shit was way too big, and that would have taken a lot of oil, one, to freaking make these donuts. So I apologize to everybody who had dreams of me doing Donnie's donuts and stuff yes. like that. One guy I even made you ha- like a, a branding situation. I could not do it. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. James, I am sorry. I apologize. Could you have put in, um could it's you have okay. put your your new your new hobby of, of fried chicken? Could you have put that in the donut machine and just maybe that would have helped you? Make the, all the chicken you want to make. When I look back at it now, that probably would have been a great idea. But I don't know how long. It's like a, it's like the Krispy Kreme conveyor belt. So it goes through, right. and it's it's all timed out perfectly. So no, I probably could have, but I don't know how cooked the chicken would have been. Be honest. It's not about be, the donut machine. It's not about honest. the donut machine. Watch out. Have you gone on the internet and looked up how much a commercial deep fryer is yet? Be honest. I'm going to be honest with you because that chicken was so good. <laughs> yes, I have. Not I only knew that, it. Not I only know that, you. Not only that. Not only that. It's but on the Uni way. reached out. Uni reached out to me. Shut up. Uh, yeah, they did after they saw the pizza that I posted, and uh, we're in conversation right now. So shout out to Uni 
pizza ovens. We're going to talk about you guys for a hot second because, yes, absolutely, I want the pro. Yeah, by the way, I'm going to shout out Uni myself, and we don't, they are not sponsored by us. We get no kickback, but we can both tell you that uh, this is a really cool thing. By the way, you can't get one right now because they're so back-ordered. Back back but, but you could probably get one by Christmas. It's a great present. They're not that crazy expensive for what it is. I think they're like, they, they might be like three, 400 bucks, but it's, it's an outdoor pizza oven. You can either connect to a propane tank or you can do it with wood and, ch- and charcoal if you want. But this is like this is like made uh, me and Flo's summer. I mean, she just started getting so into it, and then we got all our friends into it, and we like we're, Donald's now obsessed. So uh, definitely, it's a great Christmas present uh, if you can get in now before they're uh, before they're all sold out. Because I imagine it'll be impossible to get one for Christmas. But if you can, well, get then one, do good what friends you at Uni, we're not going to keep giving you free promotion unless you step up production. <laughs> I think they're made in Sweden or Switzerland or something. Like I don't know, but it was delicious. Look, mm, man, anyway. that's one of the it's one of the best home cooking products that I have. Yeah, but we're not talking fun. about all of that stuff right now. We're here with James. Yes, James. James, if the good How people at Uni really would step it up, we could be doing shit like. And James, for being a great caller, we're sending you an Uni pizza oven for your backyard. I'm I'm just happy to be on the podcast with you guys. I did not think right, this, was sorry. Gonna, this was going to happen for me. <laughs> you didn't think it was going to happen. No, you didn't well, secret the shit. You don't got a whiteboard. Jamie has doctor. written in every <laughs> single day for I want to say like three months. Wow, you've been <laughs> persistent. All right, I start, good, Jamie. I started July first is when I caught up to the most current podcast, and that's when I started. And it was just one email for the first two days, and then it turned into two emails a day, and then it just. Kind of got out of control. I went back and counted. It's t- total. It's uh, 166 emails since July 1st. Wow. What was the wow. bad guy's name in uh, Romancing the Stone that was chasing after Joan Wilder and uh, Michael Douglas's character? I'm looking it up. <laughs> I crack up every time because the he was so persistent, right? And even the <laughs> even the dude who has the mule, the drug dealer who has the mule and is driving the. Uh, the mule jefe, the car, it's like a Bronco or some shit like that. And he looks back, he goes, wow, this guy is very persistent. That's you, Jamie. That's you. I, I even, um, I tweeted all three of you a, a, a video where I do a, a JD thinking in his head thing about me never getting on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, That's you know what? Wow. Listen, all, to all our listeners out there who have aspirations of dreams and dreams of being on Fake doctors, real friends. Take Jamie's. Oh, poor Joel. Joel's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Take Jamie's advice. (laughs) Go hard. Go hard at Joel, and she might let something slip through. That's all. You know, the real lesson is, uh, however hard you thought you were going at something, somebody else was going harder. There, there it is. There it is. There it is. You know what I'm saying? That person is James. Yes. Oh, glass. Okay, James, um, that is quite an intro. What is your question? You've been very persistent. Um, I, I hope that you have one after all this time. I do. I actually have, I, I wanted to, to try and get my the Turk to my JD on here. Uh, his name is Ben, but he's, he's at work. He couldn't show up. So I have a question from me and one from him. But I wanted to ask if you guys could, uh, could do a quick shout out to my brother-in-law, Mike, and my best friend, Ben, because they, they would have also loved to have been on here. Mike, Ben. Jamie wanted us to shout you out, so we're gonna do it. Yeah, I don't know your last name. <laughs> so 
Don't worry about it. So any Mike and Ben out there can take this as a shout out, obviously. Yeah. This is to all the Mikes and Bens out there. <laughs> Listen, if your name is Mike or Ben, I love you. And I love you more. No, wait, wait. Zach, I love them more. Whoa. Okay. So this could be your uh this could be your own personal ringtone. Mike, Ben, I love you. I love you okay. more. Okay. All right. Um, now go ahead, James. Ask us a question. The one that I had was uh, uh, every time I watched the um, point where JD finally admits that he put the quarter in the door. At the end of that exchange, I feel like there that there was uh, the beginnings of a friendship between him and the janitor, rather than them still being enemies. And I wondered if 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 um, Neil Flynn was up to it, if you guys would actually record just sometime after that that point, JD and the janitor just getting along and, and getting into trouble together. Because I feel like um, rather than trying to get JD in trouble, the janitor would still do his crazy stuff, but now he would invite him along for it. Well, here's the thing. After season eight, Neil got another show and went on to do a television, a very big popular television show called The Middle. Mm. And there was a moment in season nine, the first episode, where he came back for one episode uh, to in the whole JD janitor thing where yeah. he's like, he comes to work and he's like, so where's JD? And I'm like, he's gone. He doesn't work here anymore. And the janitor's like, well, you know what? Then I'm not working here anymore. That's pretty <laughs> much the joke. And he leaves. And so there was closure. I, I, I like to think that that would have happened too. I think the janitor and JD do become friends. What, I have something you? for you, James, that that's going to help you out with your fantasy. And that is, that when I was promoting Alex Inc., um, one of the most popular shows to ever go, only 10 episodes ever, um, Neil was did kind you, did enough. Did you guys get 10? Yeah, we did 10. Nice. 10 magical episodes. One of the most um, popular episode, one of the most popular shows ever to get 10. Yeah, I think it is. If you look at the Guinness Book of World Records, it's the show that only went 10 episodes that was the most popular in the most amount of people's hearts. Yeah. Um, those people didn't necessarily watch the show, but they were rooting for it in their hearts. Well, you know what the most popular ep- show to ever get 12 episodes was, right? Um, that thing you uh, did in Jersey. Emergence. Emergence yeah. was one of those shows that, I'm going to tell you something right now, ABC knew they had gold. It's just the people didn't. A lot of shows get canceled that are good. I'm not saying, uh, Al- I'm joking about Alex Inc. I, I don't think that it, it was fully working, but... Um, uh, there's plenty of shows I like, and I'm, and I'm sure lots of listeners that are like, "What? Why did you cancel that?" I mean, I mean we, and, and I'm not saying Scrubs because we did nine years, um, depending on what you believe. But I'm talking about shows that go like two or three seasons and they're done. But I wanted to say that when we were when I was promoting the show, um, James Neil was kind enough to do some promotional stuff for me because we knew the fans would would love it, and we did one of those things where we tell dad jokes to each other and we try and um, make each other laugh. Um, so it's on YouTube. You can go check it out. It's like Neil and I sitting across from each other, um, obviously not in character as JD and the janitor, yeah. and we're trading dad jokes. And the idea is like, they're so bad. Sometimes you just have to laugh because they're so stupid. And <laughs> and we're trying, like, you're trying not to laugh at the dad joke. Yeah, I've, I've seen a bunch of those. I don't know how I missed your, the one with you. Well, you go, go check it out. If you, yeah, if you go look up that, he was nice enough to do that with me. So that's sort of like the one example I can think of right now of like, 
me and Neil being friends in real life. I really like Neil a lot. He's he's such a, a wonderful, funny man. Our just our paths don't cross a ton in IRL, as the kids say. Hmm. I, I also wanted to tell you about uh, about a uh, year and a half ago. I was going to the doctor's office. I had to go into the hospital to to get some uh, sign some papers. And on my way in, there happened to be a uh, a janitor working there, and he was pulling rocks out of the the track for the door because it had gotten <laughs> stuck. And um, I just I couldn't help myself. I I at first I went inside and I said, if he's still there, when I come out, I'm going to do it. And he was still there, and so I I went ahead and said, maybe somebody put a penny in there. And um, I don't know that he got the reference, but he did look at look at me like he wanted to kill me, and I felt like. <laughs> I'm so bummed that that guy didn't know uh, the, the door joke. How could you be a janitor at a hospital <laughs> fixing the track of an electric door and not know that joke? I mean, I just feel that like was, that should come with the job. I, it, it, I did it because um, when I was in college, I, um, my teacher canceled, stopped class early and said someone had to go to a coronation. And in my head, I thought I should stand up and sing the song from Frozen. Where she gets the, <laughs> uh, she gets up and says it's coronation day and I didn't do it and um, my wife has never forgiven me for not taking that opportunity because I'll never get it again. So now every time that I get a chance, would have been amazing. <laughs> every time I get a chance to reference a show, whether Who or not I know we own a thousand plates. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I failed. Uh, all right, I pull it off. All so right, now uh, I, now I <laughs> James, do you have another question for us? Yeah, my uh, my my best friend Ben uh, asked uh, um, why Doctor Acula wasn't more fleshed out because he thought it was it was really awesome and he would love to see more episodes that centered around that because you know Doctor Cox actually kind of liked it and you know the janitor knew about it and stuff. You know, it really is a fan favorite, James. It's something that Donald and I get asked all the time. Um, when when are you guys going to make Doctor Acula? I one day. I don't know if I had had jazz lettuce or what, but I wrote like an elaborate paragraph to Bill Lawrence about like a funny take on what a Scrubs movie would be. And it included a section on incorporating uh, Donald and I making Dr. Acula. Um, I can tell you that people really loved it. Um, uh, So if we ever do a Scrubs movie or thing, I think we have to find a way that it's a part of it. Right, Donald? Definitely. I think I I truly believe that the Scrubs movie should just be Dr. Acula. (laughs) Where it has all of the characters from Scrubs portraying characters in Dr. Acula. Obviously, Dr. I think that would be amazing. The question is, who's Dr. Acula? Is it going to be JD or is it going to be Turk? Right. <laughs> speaking of speaking of retro shows, James, mm-hmm. Zach, Joel, yeah. Daniel, mm-hmm. have you guys watched Cobra Kai? No, that's the Karate Kid show. I haven't. Daniel, I'm surprised that you... Daniel, you haven't watched like, Cobra Kai? Daniel, you seem like a retro kind of fella. Oh, thank you. I was too busy playing video games. I Here's did watch Dave, moment. though. Here's a did you moment. like Dave? I did you loved love Dave. Dave, Dave loved is so good, Dave. you guys. Oh, If you get a chance and you want to feel uh, nostalgia, Cobra Kai is so much fun. It's... Just as fun as the Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid. If you get a chance, all of the stars are in it too. Please, is Elizabeth Shue in it? They're Mm. teasing that she might show up for season three. Not only did she go to my high school, but she was one of my early crushes. Like, I mean, Elizabeth. My wife looks like Elizabeth Shue, dude. She was everybody's crush. Well, then I have a then then I had a crush on Casey Cobb when I was a child. Do you know who else was my crush when I was a kid? You know who else was my crush? Butch McCall's sister. Uh, the one that's married to Ryan Reynolds. 
Is isn't he a uh, Blake Lively? Blake, Blake Lively. Her older sister. What did she's an actress? Yes. One of my big when I was a kid, that was my one so of well, my biggest crushes. Well, we're gonna need mm-hmm. her name because I don't know that I know her work. Is it Inez or Betty? The redhead. Oh boy, hold on. Well, now she's got to go look for what she looked like when she was young. Come on, Donald, you're making Joelle do all the work. <laughs> I don't know her name. All I knew her was all I what knew her. What show was she on? How did you know her? Uh, she yeah. was like in a bunch of things. She was she was she was always like the guest star on things. Never really the star of it, but she was my oh my god! Like I would have dreams about her. Did you know that forty six percent of us don't take all our vacation days? even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
By the dreams. way, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, we're trying to get Ryan Reynolds to come on for the finale. I know people have asked for it. Um, Donald and I love him, but we not um, like day-to-day friends with him. So if anyone's listening and knows Ryan Reynolds, tell him to come on the podcast. I have a really embarrassing Ryan Reynolds story, too. Oh, God, maybe he's not going to come on because you did something embarrassing because you're bad with celebrities. Dude, I'm so bad with celebrities. So, Oh, no. What did you do, Ryan Reynolds? Do you want to hear this story, James? Yes, of sure. course James wants to hear it. <laughs> yeah. okay. oh, so God. one night, Zach takes me out to this Hollywood, this swanky Hollywood party, right? It was Jeffrey Katzenberg's party, as a matter of fact. And I remember we get there, and George Clooney makes a joke like to Zach. He goes... I don't bring Noah Wally to these parties. Why are you bringing Why are you bringing Donald Faison? <laughs> That's a good joke. And I was like, and I remember thinking, I will you're like, I'm you. no Noah Wiley, sir. <laughs> no, I'm, I love Noah Wiley. Noah Wiley is a, a a very good actor. But I remember thinking that was kind of rude. Anyway, yeah, yeah. we're in a party, and I managed to. By the way, Noah Wiley is a great actor. I didn't mean to. I was just doing yeah, a joke. I think he's no a doubt. fantastic actor. I remember getting so fucking drunk at this party. Oh boy. Like Who'd I you felt know, like I felt like somebody might have even slipped me something. So that's my Yeah, excuse. right. You fucking slipped yourself something, dude. <laughs> so that's my excuse. I think somebody was trying to get at me and yeah. trying to and trying to do what something with me that night. What did you do to Ryan Reynolds? This is crucial if we'll come on the show He's or not. talking to a bunch of people, right? He's talking to like three other people. And I come up to him and I'm like, "Ryan!" Oh no. And he looks at me. He goes, "Oh god, Donald." And I go, Ryan, oh, give me no. a hug. Oh, no. And he's like, I don't want to hug Donald. No, I'm not going to give you a hug. I was oh, like, Ryan, no. give me a fucking hug. Oh, no. And he's like, no, I'm not going to hug you. And I was like, then I'm going to take it. And I grab Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and I start humping his leg like a dog. Oh, my God. He's not coming on the fucking show. <laughs> He'll never come on the show, dude. He's not going to come on the show. You did the thing that dogs do to people? I started hump humping leg? on his leg, and then oh, I pushed him man. away, and I was like, I'm through and I walk away. <laughs> oh my god. He, Why didn't you he, tell me this? And then he looks at the people that he's talking to, like, you know, sorry. Oh god. Oh like, my he's god. So embarrassed. And then I realized <laughs> in my drunken stupor at that moment, I'm like, oh shit. I just made an ass out of myself. Oh my <laughs> and god. And I walked away and stuff like that. You really that. gotta pace yourself when you're at parties, Donald. I can't help it. I get excited I when know. I see people who I admire. Ryan, you're one of them. And Ryan, also because I've known you for a really long time. Dude. All right, listen, uh, Ryan, I don't know that you're listening or maybe maybe you're Ryan's best friend from high school and you love the podcast. Tell him that Donald is sorry for drunkenly humping his leg at a party. I'm so apologi- I apologize. <laughs> and the fans would love it if you'd come on for the season finale of season two, which is coming upon us. Another season soon, Joelle. James, do you want to uh, say something to get Ryan on here? James? Yeah, James, you... is there anything you could say? I imagine you're a Ryan fan. Anything you have that could maybe lure him back into the fold? I was surprised when I, when I caught him doing, uh, I can't remember the name of the game, but it's similar to Candy Crush. It's an app. It's just a, a simple game you can play. You don't have to pay for it to, to play it. And I thought, what's he doing doing little app commercials like this? I feel, feel like if he can do that, then uh, why he could do the, the podcast, because that's way below what you guys are. It's just oh. a little. It's, it's it's like a Candy Crush type yeah, but, game. Yeah, but they probably phone. paid him. Yeah, so but much see, money. see, they see, they're probably him. paying him silly money. We we can't pay him silly money. We can just pay him with love. But you I don't know if you, silly money, James. Uh, I don't. Like James, I don't know. Money, maybe that would work out. James, I don't know if you know this, but. Ryan Reynolds just made a crap ton of money selling booze. So yes, he made a lot of money no, I selling booze. No. <laughs> but 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 yeah. I'll tell you what, um, we can promise you, Ryan, a signed Turk Funko Pop. 
Yeah, and 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 if you are nostalgic and want to go back and remember that moment when I humped your leg, you could use the Turk Funko Pop as yep. me yep. and just let it, you know. And just or we could buy a we leg. could buy a, a a Deadpool Funko Pop and then take the Turk Funko Pop and make it hump it. <laughs> just saying. Right. I'll dedicate to watching every yet. single one of his movies from this point forward. If, if oh, there you go. There you go, I think Ryan. That's pretty good, there Ryan. Thunderous applause, Dan. Thunderous applause. There it is. Um, James is going to watch every one of your movies, even Green Lantern. Ryan, James has promised to watch every movie you've ever done, and if you come on the podcast. And Donald is sorry for for the leg situation. I'm sorry for humping your leg. You didn't. Lucy- you didn't finish. You didn't finish, did you, Donald? No, I. I, I okay. Did, I, well. Okay. Yeah. Well, well. Well. I said. I said. I did say after. I'm finished with you and pushed oh, him away. Oh, no. Oh, this is so. not going well. I wish you would have told me the story because I've been trying through back channels, through agents and publicists to no avail. And for all I know, he's going, Donald Faison, the guy who tried to fuck my knee at a party? No. <laughs> oh, God. So embarrassed. All right. Uh, well, James, we're going to segue uh, with this theme song that Daniel's going to play to a new segment called Fix Your Life. And I hope you have something where Donald and I can can fix your life because we're very good at this. It's America's favorite segment on any podcast ever. I just read that online. James, <laughs> it's time to fix your life. All right, James, what do you got for us? All right. Um, I, I was trying to think of it last night because I forgot all about it until I was in bed and unable to sleep because I got the email and was freaking out. Um, but uh, I guess I'll bring up the fact that uh, my three-year-old son has decided that um, pooping is just not for him anymore. And so he's just not going to do it. And so it's literally every three days uh, we have to have him on like a laxative regimen. And then the doctors have told us to give him uh, these little baby <laughs> enemas, which is a very uh, horrible uh, experience for, for everyone involved. And I wondered if you guys <laughs> had any uh, advice that you could give on, on a better way to try and wow. encourage him. I will say this, <laughs> uh, you know, as a father who has experienced moments like this, where a child has decided, you know what? I don't want to poo anymore. Uh, you got to make it exciting. Okay. Yeah. And figure out a way to make, oh, yeah. uh, going to the bathroom, not a chore, but, uh, something fun. Like when I was a kid, I hated to brush my teeth. And my, you know, parents figured out a way to make it so that I would want to brush my teeth. And they got me an electric toothbrush. And it was, you know, you know, it's Darth Vader toothbrush. So now I'm brushing my teeth pretending I'm Darth Vader and stuff like that. My advice to you is to figure out a way to make going to the bathroom a game, whether it be, and I'm sure your pediatrician probably told you this, Maybe there's rewards for stickers. Every time I used to, I would do anything for stickers when I was a kid. Right. Maybe there's a reward for every time you go to the bathroom and uh, poo. Like you get uh, his favorite. But I totally, like, I totally, I totally understand because kids get crazy like that. And all kidding aside, they do get crazy like that. And there's a moment in time when they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, but if you can figure out a way to make it so that it's a game and that it's fun. And that it only works when they're in the bathroom. The only time you can play the game is when you're in the bathroom and you're sitting on the toilet. Maybe things will turn around. 
I got to tell you that I loved stickers. And if you, uh, when I was a kid, and I still love stickers, by the way, but when I was a kid, if you got, if you find out whatever his favorite thing to watch is, you can probably get a sticker for that on the, on the interwebs and, and just be like, every time you poop, you get one of these. Oh, and look at this amazing one. I know you want, you don't get it until you poop. And then you, um, and then, and you put the stickers on a chart. Also, if it at, and it's crazy because nobody wants to ever be like, you know, I have to bribe my kid to go to the bathroom. But if it adds up to something, you know what I mean? Like a certain amount of stickers equals an ice cream trip or a certain amount of stickers equals whatever it is uh, he likes. I think you might find a little bit of success in that. Um, take it from yeah. me. I've had plenty of children I uh, and a few of them have had this dilemma and so there you go so you're not alone uh, james donald's many children have refused to poop over the years and we have a new term for it that i'm not sure you were on the call for it's also very natural and so uh don't think of it as you know this is a you know this is a this is a a problem because yeah. eventually you won't have to deal with this anymore. Yes, but- and we have a new we have a new term for it too, James. It's called growing a tail. So you can tell him, "Come on, buddy, time to grow a tail." <laughs> anyway, James, <laughs> you're welcome. We just fixed your life. Yeah, you're welcome. Thunderous applause. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm going to try those. I didn't even think about them. Well, but that's no, why that, we're here. Sincerely, in all honesty, that is a real that is a real thing that you can. Uh, try make it a game make it a make it a an, an experience that is fun because it's uh it can you know it's 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 stressful to have to poo especially when you're a child and he could be afraid of the toilet he could be afraid of what comes out of the toilet i don't know yeah. I, i'm not a doctor in real life i'm a fake doctor but i'd like to have it's stressful to poo donald Faison on a mug well, adults know this too. Any adult knows this. It's stressful to poo. If you don't poo, I don't think it's stressful to poo. It's nice. to Absolutely, poo. dude. If you don't poo in one or two days, you're fucking stressed out. Like, why am I not pooing? How come I'm not pooing? It's a All stressful. Right, we should probably situation. get off poo because there's probably some people eating a salad right now. Um, James, we got to go, but thank you so much. I'm glad you finally broke Joel down and got on the show. Can I can and... I tell you one more thing before we before we go? Absolutely. Yes. Because this is the big thing that the, uh, the email that was responded to that got me on here. Um, uh, first of all, I owe it to my wife that I even ever watched Scrubs because I didn't, uh, I was younger when it came out. So I didn't watch it as it came out. She watched it when I was at work and uh, she showed me the guy love song one day. And so it was me and my best friend and that's what hooked me onto it. And then I, I've been watching it on repeat ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my, uh, my father passed away in 2017 from stomach cancer. Oh. And um, I, at that point, I had seen the series through once and uh, I'd watched it halfway through. But then when his complications got worse, I stopped watching TV and I stopped doing anything fun. I just was trying to pay attention to what was going on with him and, and hope that it was going to get better. And it was like um, around six months after he passed, I started watching the show again to try and feel normal again. I was having a really bad day uh, when I got to the last episode. Um, I considered the, the Zach watching the last uh, fantasy the last episode and whatever happens after that it's just a weird fever dream of some sort but um uh he I'm, i was watching that and for some reason um I, I was i was really depressed i couldn't get myself to just do what i had to do you know for my my family my kids i i just kept thinking about him and i didn't want to to um function like i didn't even, i didn't even want that feeling and um for some reason as soon as jd said it's never good to live in the past too long 
it hit me a lot harder for some reason and it actually started to break me out of it and then the, when i listened to the book of love and watched that scene i just thought like my dad had told me before he passed to live my life and to find a way to be okay with what's happening and then let him go and all that stuff and that was the moment i was able to do that because it was like i've, I've always been a dreamer like that where I, I would i kind of imagine what my life would be and so watching that scene again um brought me back to that part of me and i was able to to pull myself out of that depression and and i owe it to that show because of that especially that moment really just became so much more powerful and ever since then i've just kept watching it on repeat over and over again just like getting ready for that moment again and if it, it feels better every time i i see it um like i love it so much i i dedicated all three of my kids have a song dedicated specifically to them and my son got the book of love as his song as a result well, but James, I that, love you guys. You guys are great. This, oh, I, mean, I love you too. We love you for James. We love you for saying that. You, you gave me, you gave me, you gave me full body goosebumps, James. Thank I'm you still so waiting much to wake up yesterday morning and realize none of this is real. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, this is real, dude. But, we did but this. in all, but in all seriousness, James, that means a lot to us. You know, we did yes. this. Whenever we do anything, Donald and I, our hope is that uh, you know whether it's Scrubs, which we're talking about now, or any other project we do, we hope your hope is that you will somehow. Um, make someone laugh or move someone in some way. We could not have fathomed the the um, the difference that, that that this show would make in some people's lives. And to hear that right from you it is very meaningful to us. Please don't think for a second that that doesn't really really make us feel good. Um, uh, it, it it gave me full body goosebumps when you said that. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you very much. I love you, James. I love you, brother. Thank I you. love you. Stay safe you and. Awesome. Um, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you when we see you. All right. All right. Bye, buddy. Take care, James. Oh, what a sweet guy. What a sweet guy. Wow. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Did you know that forty six percent of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. 
JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term supply. Let's segue into something a little more chipper. The, uh, uh, the Elliot meets the janitor. Elliot finally meets the janitor, which yeah. is thrilling. And he be- pretends he's a very nice guy. Yeah. He does not want Elliot to know. Now, his crush hasn't really developed yet. He develops a bit of a thing for her. But I think this, this is the beginning of it. This is the beginning. Um, and she doesn't call him janitor. Yeah. Not janitor. That's yeah, so funny eventually. when she calls him janitor. Um, now, I, on Scrubs Wiki, they said there's some misinformation about Miss Pac-Man um, in this game. Um, first of all, uh, someone claims that, oh, I think it was uh, Kelso, claims he got 41 million points. That's yes. not possible. The top score ever on Miss Pac-Man was 999,990. I believe it was done by an AI Microsoft computer. And then it turns and, over after that. It goes back to zero after that. And then also, Miss Pac-Man uh, does not store initials. So you could never have known that it was Dr. K. Mm. Well, it's Pac-Man. It's not Miss Pac-Man. It is Miss Pac-Man. How is it? Yeah, how Rob crazy talks is it? about Yeah, how crazy is it that, that Todd wants to fuck Miss Pac-Man? Yeah, Rob is... Todd is turned on by, by anything and everything, including Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. The one thing that doesn't turn the Todd on is a married woman, though. He says, eat those dots, you naughty girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what Rob says to to. So that's Pac-Man. what the Todd says. Rob doesn't Sorry. say that shit. Well, Rob probably does, too, but that's what the Todd says. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny bit, though, when, uh, when Carla's got her engagement ring finger on. Every time she puts it on, he's like, just uh, talking. He goes, he's just, you know, doctor business. Takes it off, and he starts being totally inappropriate. Being totally inappropriate, yeah. And then he, he like, he literally, she has it off, and he goes, boobies. And she puts it on, and he goes, charts. once again rob mascio very funny yeah rob's funny in this uh there's a moment at 14 15 when the when the elevator kelso's banging on the 
on the elevator door in a flashback. And when it opens, that's a lot of our crew. The, uh, John Inwood, our cinematographer, mm-hmm. uh, is in there. Andy, our, our, our gaffer, Sean, our key grip, Paul Pedrera, our first AD, and Bobby Forrester, our uh, our dolly grip. Our, our, yeah. like, I, don't, I don't know if no one called for background performers that day, but our crew filled the elevator. That's awesome. This wasn't my first time on a golf course, but this was my first time uh, hitting a golf ball and it doing what I wanted it to do in real life. And this isn't where the where I got bit by the bug, but I remember thinking when you and I and Josh went to play golf that one time at Bill's birthday party in the snow, which was freaking amazing. I remember thinking, oh, I know how to hit a golf ball because I did it once. And this was the episode that I did it. And I remember when watching this thinking, wow, that's really cool. Second, uh, why did security want to kick me off of the golf course? Like, why am I all of a sudden a riffraff? Why did the black security guard come up to right. the other black person that, that and be like, up. hold up now. You're not yeah. supposed to be here. The black security guard rolls up to the only black guy on the course and is like, are you supposed to be here? And then Kelso to fuck with you is like, no. And then he tackles you. <laughs> and then he tackles up. me. Him and his other uh, cohort tackle me. Where, did you, uh, where was that course? Was that Witsit? I don't know. That was not Witsit. I don't know what course that was. That would be great if Scrubs Wiki knew, but you know. Scrubs Wiki didn't don't have that. Do it. that. He don't want to no, do it. No, don't diss him. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's just, he Judy, doesn't know. Judy is uh, sexy as fuck in this episode when she... Standing over a dude and it's trying very to put sexual. The, yeah, trying to put the uh the 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 energy out there for him to pass out so he'll pass out. Yeah. So his narcolepsy will kick in. She's very sexy in that moment. And the fact that he's like, You remind me of my sister. Yeah. Is hilarious. He goes, and then her thing is, I'm not your sister. And then he passes out. And then, then he she uses out. Turk's she uses Turk's catchphrase. Now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was funny. And then at the end, it ends with, uh, the janitor claiming that the boy next to him is his son. Um, and that I, and that I've embarrassed him in front of his son. Yeah. Uh, we quickly, quickly learn that that's not his son. It's a random child standing in the hallway, but so begins, uh, the janitor pretending to be a nice person in front of Elliot, the lie that he's, he's a nice man. Just so he could maybe one day in yeah. hopes marry her. That would have been a better ending to me. Should I, she should have ended up with the janitor. The that script. would be hilarious. <laughs> no. That would have been, oh my God. That, first of all, all the fans of the show would be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> well, Talk fans, about wanna, fans want two things. They want to be, uh, be surprised, but they also want what they want. You know, right. they, That's the, always the thing with the, with the will they or won't they thing. People are like, I don't, don't do that. Everyone does that. And then they're like, why didn't you do that? Right. Yeah. I'm going to just put it out there. And it's a Star Wars reference, but that's oh, the God. whole thing that happened with the last three movies. Everybody was like, I'm so sick of the traditional Star Wars. Why are we having the traditional Star Wars? And then Ryan, Ryan Johnson puts out uh, The Last Jedi, and everybody's like, wait a second, man. You've gone off course. Why aren't you doing the traditional Star Wars? And then JJ comes back and tries to give everybody a traditional Star Wars type, and everybody's like, oh my God, you ruined it. Why didn't you stick to what it was? Why didn't we stick to what we established? And so just putting it out there. It's hard to right. please everybody, Donald. It is impossible to please everyone. If you're out there listening, just know something. 
It's very hard to please everyone. Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, everybody. I think that's the show. The answer to your trivia about Blake Lively's sister is Robin Lively. Uh, Donald, that's a a woman you had a crush on. I had the biggest crush on Robin Lively. Oh, Robin, my God. If, Robin, if you're listening, could you ask your brother-in-law to please forgive Donald? <laughs> yeah, forgive me. Come on the podcast. his leg. If anything, look, your husband, Robin, he and I were, uh, we did Clueless, the television show together back in the day. I believe he played a foreign exchange student. Uh, it would be great to reconnect with him. And the only way that yep. could happen is if Ryan does the podcast. So- and we'll plug his gin. Well, not that he needs our help because he sold it for a billion dollars, but we'll still plug it. We'll plug. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the show. Don't say it. Don't fact. say it yet. Don't say it. No, yet. I'm, I'm gonna We're keep not it to plugging myself. it until we get on it. Right. Yeah. He's got to agree. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, don't forget to subscribe. Follow uh, Daniel and Joel on the socials. Please follow Donald. He really, really needs the the self esteem boost. Listen, there's been a lull. There's been like a, a there's been a a a a, a it, it, it's going a little bit too slow right now. I need everybody to pick up the pace. Let's pick up okay. the pace and follow Tell your friends. Follow me. Tell your friends. Oh. You know who needs help on Instagram? Donald Faison. All His right. numbers aren't where they should be. From sunny California. I was in Clueless, damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. On that note, from sunny California and from rainy ass London, count us in, dog. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of dogs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.